don't let people steal your fucking dreams or your imagination. Because God forbid you achieve something great. I did this when I was on Maui, and it tripped me the fuck out. I'm not fishing around for chains and vending, <laughs> vending machines. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. It's your old pal Joe checking in with you <laughs> on a motherfucking Monday. <laughs> How you doing, people? What's happening with you? What's going on? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, it's okay. We got a whole new fucking month, right? It's the beginning of May. Where's the time gone? I don't know. But you got a whole month to get your shit together. If you can't get something together within a month, I can't help you people. So get it together if it's not already together. And if it is together, get something else together. You feel what I'm saying? We're spitting fucking deaf comedy jam poetry up here today, people. How's that for a Monday, huh? <laughs> Big announcement, people. I'm in a good mood. Big announcement, people. June 19th, I'm going to re be recording a comedy album here in Atlanta, Georgia at Mix Deity. It's a dope-ass event space. I'm very excited about it. Again, that's Mixed Deity, M-I-X-D-E-I-T-Y, June 19th. It's over by Grant Park. Uh, I'm working with Ty Colgate. And Liam, is it Nelson? I can't remember your last name. Liam, you're big as fuck, bro. <laughs> and doing shit with uh, Fist, Fifth Place Comedy. That's the uh, that's their production uh, comedy group. But working with them, and we're going to record it. Mixed Deity, June 19th. I'll have a ticket link very soon. Audio, video, the whole nine. Come fuck with me, man. It's going to be so fun. I've been looking forward to this for a very uh, long time. And we got everything locked in. And I'm excited to work with those kids. A couple young bucks coming up in the Atlanta comedy game trying to find their way but i like what they're doing so i'm gonna fuck with them and uh we're gonna do it june 19th hope to see you there people i'll have a ticket link very soon <laughs> i don't right now they're setting all that up and i was like i just want to put all the shit out there so it's coming june 19th mark your calendars i'll see you there at mixed deity happy to be doing that finally fucking checking that goal off the list man it's uh it's exciting you know i've been trying to think more about goals trying to spend more time envisioning you know what i mean manifesting shit spending time focusing on my own shit rather than what the world's up to so if you're looking for hot takes on news people i don't know what the fuck happened last week in the world at all been just working on trying to envision manifest this other kind of shit my shit my goals you know I'm trying to spend more time focusing on that and uh visualizing doing all that that hippie metaphysical nonsense you know what i mean spending more time imagining playing with my imagination but imagining about goals at some point in time they tell you not to imagine things but the imagination seems like a very important thing I've been thinking about this, and I don't know if it's kind of trippy or far out, far out but just the uh, the reality of imagination, I guess, is a good way to put it. 
Because everyone, when you're a kid, right, you all oh, you're wasting your time daydreaming and, and, you know, imagining things. And even as adults, you know, how often do you just sit around and fucking daydream a little bit and just think about what your life would be in a completely different realm of reality than what you live in? You know what I mean? Like, you don't ever just sit around and go, ah, oh, I'm a professional poker player, and then you live your whole life as a professional poker player for like 20 minutes. You never do that. I think people should be doing that. And this is why, because if you think about, I think the imagination is a very real thing. Because, like, look around the room or wherever you're at right now. Like, how much of the shit around you grew from a tree? Or came out of the dirt, you know, like a plant. You see what I'm saying? All the shit, somebody thought about it. They imagined it. And now it's fucking a reality. There aren't fucking microphones growing from trees. Somebody was like, hey, I want to fucking come up with a little stick where you talk into it and it has a cable and it runs into a computer and you fucking record your voice. (laughs) you know what I mean so all that shit it's I don't know I've been spending more time just trying to to play with the imagination manifesting shit visualization one of my favorite authors his name is Robert Anton Wilson I think I've talked about him on the podcast before I love his books he always had little not all of them but some of them would have like exercises a lot of his were just thought experiments there's a great one called Prometheus Rising it's a very fun book, full of little thought experiments you can do about uh, manifestation, I guess, in a way. But his whole thing was, okay, so you manifest something, but you can't entirely believe in manifestation, right? It's somewhere in the middle. So he had an experiment. This was a very fun experiment. I did this when I was on Maui, and it tripped me the fuck out. There was an experiment that he had where... You were supposed to sit and visualize just a quarter, just any old quarter, visualize it, focus on it, meditate on it, and then forget about it, and then see how long it takes you to find a quarter, and then what you do is you write a paragraph about how you manifested that quarter, about how you focusing on that quarter made that quarter appear in your life. And then you write another chapter or another, excuse me, paragraph about how it's a coincidence. Because even though you thought about the quarter, how many quarters are there in the world? So at some point in time, you were bound to come across a quarter. Do you understand? So it's like you you believe in it, but you don't believe in it. But I took the step a little bit further. And I focused on a 1967 quarter. I just picked a date. I just thought it'd be a little bit more fun. And then I forgot about it. Didn't think about the quarter in forever. Didn't find a quarter. It was like maybe two months. And then my mom and sister came to visit me on Maui. And they were staying in a hotel. And my sister and I were going to get ice. And for some reason, I just reached in the vending machine. Like the little change slot. I didn't push the button. I just reached in there. Not something I usually do, people. I'm not fishing around for chains and vending machines. (laughs) But for some reason, I don't know why, I just reached in there. And I shit you not, 
I pulled out a 1967 quarter. I still, I probably don't have that quarter now, but I kept that quarter for a very long time. It still might be floating around somewhere now that I think about it. But, you know, what are the odds? I mean, chances are good I'm going to find a quarter at some point in time, but just uh, the date was fun. And just the fact that I don't reach in fucking vending machines for change, you know. So what does that mean? Does that mean I can predict the future? Maybe not. Does it mean if you focus enough on something, good or bad, that it might come to you? Possibly. And that's troubling with negative thoughts, too. You know what I mean? People get caught up in whatever negative manifestations, I guess, you know? Maybe you think about somebody stealing all your quarters, and then one day all your fucking quarters are gone, some shit like that, you know what I mean? Be careful what you wish for. Isn't that the whole, isn't that the whole saying? I don't know, people. Just rambling a little bit. Just something I've been thinking about. That's it. That's going to be a quick podcast today. We didn't even do 10 minutes on this one. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. Just cherish your dreams and your imagination, man. It's important. It's not a waste of time. I refuse to believe it. Don't let people steal your fucking dreams or your imagination. Because God forbid you achieve something great. You know what I mean? Anyway, let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, people. This comes from, uh, this is an old one. <laughs> I'm trying not to do so many. <laughs> so many watch so many videos of the alligators <laughs> chomping on people. I just enjoy them so much. I can't fucking help it. They're more fun. But I'm trying to lighten the mood a little bit, you know. <laughs> this is like an old, like old local newscast. I think they still do it where they have like, if you watch your local newscast, they have like the adopt a pet of the week or whatever, or of the day, you know. The pet of the week where you can come adopt the, this particular dog who's been at the shelter because it's the pet of the week because guess what? It's their last week there. <laughs> That's the old, <laughs> when it comes to adopting pets, the pet of the week is the old going once, going twice, <laughs> three times. <laughs> We're going to gonna have to vaccinate you permanently. Uh, it's a shame that animals die, but you know, it's a shame people die too. So <laughs> what do you want? Anyway, <laughs> this, this is just one of the best fucking pet of the pet of the week videos I've ever seen is, uh, they got a cat on a leash, right? That's already a bad move. Cats hate leashes, you know? And also, you, the mental illness that goes into actually putting a leash on a cat is just beyond my comprehension. You know, you fucking nuts. Anybody who puts a leash on a cat, stay the fuck away from them. That's a, that's a good piece of advice from Joe. Anytime you see anybody with a leash around a cat, fucking run, because they have some serious goddamn problems, some serious uh, separation issues. 
<laughs> but this guy, you know, he's just trying to do his job. So he's like, oh, this is the pet of the week. Her name's Pinky. Or it's a, maybe it's a him. The cat's name is Pinky. And uh, he's like, oh, it's a nice little, you know, little house cat. And for the most part, Pinky's being fine, acting how a cat would on a leash, you know, trying to be comfortable. Uh, but at some point, it's just like over it. The funny thing, the timing of this guy with the cat was absolutely impeccable. Because he's like, this is the pet of the week. This is Pinky. With you know, needs to be in a lovely home. Blah blah blah. And then as soon as he says, "Oh, the cat is so sweet," the cat just starts losing its fucking mind. Jumps around, starts getting tangled up in the leash and hissing and meowing. And the dude's just holding the leash. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna let it go." And then some lady comes from on a camera with a box. Cause you know how you calm a cat down is you just try and put a box over it. That seems to be like a real good idea. Bunch of fucking Steve Irwins out here wrangling the cat up. Uh, but he, the dude, nobody wants to touch the cat because it's losing its mind. So they go to get one of the little fucking poles with the noose thing or whatever. So you can, I guess, handle the cat a little bit better and put it in the box. And the guy's still holding the leash. Pinky still losing its mind. And again, the timing was just impeccable. Because the dude just goes, well, I'm not going to touch it. And as soon as he says that, he doesn't touch the cat. But the cat fucking touches him and just digs its claws into its legs and just bites into him. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> and just the howl, just the howl this guy <laughs> let out. <laughs> it was fucking fantastic and the funny here's why it's funny is because these assholes were trying to pawn off that lunatic cat on some good-hearted person you know what i mean they're like oh this cat is great good for the family and then meanwhile it's attacking <laughs> this fucking guy had that cat not lost its mind for an extra 10 seconds, it would have went home with somebody and it would have tore their fucking house up. But instead, <laughs> it just latched onto this TV reporter's leg and he's yelling and then he grabs it. <laughs> and then sure as shit, he lets the leash go. So when he gets the cat off his leg, the cat just takes off running. Listen, <laughs> I know animal shelters are filled with good animals. Good, fine to do, just at a bad deal with the cards, fucking animals. But some are in there, let's be honest, because they need to be. Some fucking lunatic cat you're going to try and pawn off on some fucking grandma watching your local news segment. I'm going to go down to the shelter and get Pinky. And then Pinky's going to rip grandma's face off. <laughs> it's hilarious. Maybe just search Pinky the cat. Or what is it? Worst pet of the week video ever? Some shit like that. Listen, you'll get a big hoot out of it. All right, people? I promise you that. 
Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Quick one for you on a Monday. Appreciate you coming in, hanging out. I hope you hope we had a little bit of fun today. I hope you have a good week. Don't forget, June 19th, Mixed Deity in Atlanta. I'm going to be recording a comedy album. Would love to see you there. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you all around real soon. Later.